0: The B and Network exclusive, and welcome to this edition of Chopped to the Chest Radio, baby. Woo! That was the weakest chop I've ever chopped in my chopping life. Um, this is Chevy Chopper, the excellence of podcast execution, and we are coming at you. Live right after the in the wake of the destruction of Hurricane Harvey, let me say. So that's definitely put our schedules on a crazy um, just hurricane, if you will, to use the pun. Um, but we are back for our faithful listeners, all six of y'all, or three of y'all, however many we have. And we have an excellent show today. This month was supposed to be nothing but Rex Andrews, and I'm just screwing that up because I'm bringing some people, Mick Moretti and Jessica Troy, from the land down under. Our Australian friends were here on a 20-week stay in America, just wrestling all over the U.S., picking up what they can, learning what they could learn all over wrestling schools, and we're going to hear that adventure joined by Mr. Ruthless Ryan Davidson Himself is our co-host A lot of good info air are thrown out on this podcast But I guarantee you For the next three weeks There will be Chopped to the Chess radio shows That's right now The Friday you're listening to Next Friday And the Friday after that Will be all Rex Andrews Let me send a quick shout out To The Row Reality of Wrestling September 16th That is tomorrow After this airs That is Saturday September 16th They are putting on A free show Just because of all the craziness of Harvey and all the waste that was just, just laid down on our lands here in, in the, 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 South Houston area. So these guys are so stinking awesome. They're putting on a free show at 7 PM at the world gym arena. Um, a lot of amazing things are going to happen at this show. Some things I can't even talk about, so get your butts there. You have no excuse. There is no charge at the door for you to be wowed through the through the magic of professional wrestling. Let me just say that. Your eyes will be open. Your jaws will be dropped. Reality Wrestling puts on an amazing show, and to do it for free, I can't even talk about the awesomeness that the universe has brought upon us in that area. So thank you to Booker T and all the Reality Wrestling stars for taking their time out and putting on a free Free show for the public, man. Just in this this time where people are down, people are sad. I myself, Chevy Chavri, the excellence of podcast execution has, um, man. My house was underwater. Let's just be real; it was underwater about three foot. We cut out of the sheetrock, lost tons of stuff, almost everything we own. But my babies are safe, and that's all that really matters. Um, so we are in the rebuilding process, much like tons of you. So I feel your pain. I know what you're going through. And what can make me feel better is going to a free reality wrestling show. So you guys check that out. I'm going to shut up right now coming at you. Mick Moretti and Jessica Troy, let's knock this out, baby. Hosted, co-hosted, I should say, by Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Let's get in it. Here we go. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event, Shot to the Chest Radio! Woo! But to man, you gotta beat the man! And welcome to this edition of Shot to the Chest Radio, baby! My, my. Woo! I was the only wooer because <laughs> my, woo! I didn't well, know woo. Had to woo. I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't
1: woo because my chest hurts because it's
0: just been chopped to the chest. Oh, okay. That's so so, so good. Oh, I am Shem okay. Shabri, the Excellence of Podcast Execution, and with me, I usually say as always, but today is a new day, a different day. I am joined by the king of Bear Claw Kung Fu himself. I'm making a shirt, I swear <laughs> Making you a know. shirt. Mr. Ruthless Ryan Davidson. God, you're better than our announcer. You want a job? I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far.
1: I forget, like it. Forget Russo, man. Russo, I just, I I my favorite guy. thing
0: about Russo is I'm his rope. Like when he's trying to get the crowd hype, he actually physically roped.
1: That bro, Actually, my bro. favorite thing, but no, Russo's a great person, but the, my favorite thing that he does, um, well, okay, one of two favorite things that he does, when he like, Are you ready for the main event? He he balls his fist up and he pumps it like this. Yes. Like, and I know people can't see this because obviously it's a podcast, <laughs> but basically it's like if you ever try to start up a lawnmower to mow your lawn, like that's what he does with his <laughs> arm, like trying to start it up. And then he has a fantastic uh, Stewie Griffin and uh, Herbert the pervert impersonation <laughs> That's from amazing uh, It's
0: fantastic You should ask Russo him from reality wrestling We're trying to put yeah. him over I'm, I'm going to really put him over Because I've been kind of Hanging out there for the last few weeks Right And he does wonders With the trainees Oh, he's he not it. just an announcer. He
1: used to—he used to be uh, working with Norman Smiley down at the Performance Center, man. When he was there at uh, FCW and WWE, man. So he amazing. Knows all, he knows all about it. man. So
0: you think he's just a man in a tie announcing matches? He is no, not. Man. He's so he's much not. more. Not. You haven't even said hi, to him. You. you just started talking yeah. about Russo. Yeah, Say hi to, to the top of the chest, people. Hi, people. How are you? And I'm going to let you, Jay, <laughs> Mister. That's not fake. That's not fake, <laughs> Mister. Yeah. Ruthless Ryan Davidson. It, introduce our guests. Uh, the so. Host. Coming all the way
1: from the land down under. Now, exactly what specific region of Australia are you two from? Sydney. My boss Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Okay. Simple enough. Awesome. Unless you're like Rob Barnes. I'm from Perth. Where's Perth? I don't
2: yeah. know. Yeah. Right.
1: That guy. No, I'm just kidding. Rob's a great guy. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, all the way down from the land down under. Okay. We got Mitch, and we got Jess. Mick and Jess from Sydney, Australia. Now is there a home promotion or something that you guys We've got are a couple from? of home
3: promotions. We've got PWA is our Sydney based home promotion. It stands okay. for Professional Wrestling Australia. Um, Jess, who was originally born and raised in Newcastle. Only
2: two hours away.
3: Two hours north of Sydney. Okay. Uh, she's recently moved out of Sydney, but we, we travel up
1: to Newcastle every month as well for the Newcastle Pro Wrestling. So I You know, there was a Newcastle um, in, in Australia, because the only thing I'd ever known was like new, Newcastle in England.
2: England. Yeah,
0: yeah that's the
1: more okay, common cool. one, I think. Gotcha. Okay, cool.
0: Awesome. Well, they are here, and let me, I, I've been doing, like I said, a little work with Reality Wrestling. I was in there, I was standing around, Rob Barnes was there, you two were there. Um, I can't remember who we were talking to, but I started noticing all these accents, and I've never been (laughs) outnumbered by Australians in my entire life. And I I will say this. What is going on right now? I've
1: been with Booker T and wrestling under Booker since 2008. Now, I broke in before that and traveled around the country and still travel around the country, but I will say the one demographic that has been at Reality of Wrestling the most has been wrestlers from Australia, and it's fantastic. Now, we've had people from Canada mm. and people from Italy and people from other different places, but the people that have stood
0: out the most have definitely been from Australia. So, Hell yeah. welcome. Thank you. Awesome. And Thank you that's why so we're here. We're going to find out what's going on down there. Good. And what's going on. The, the, the <laughs> other thing was, and I'm, I'm going to uh, spoil a little bit, I interviewed you guys for just like an interview. How's mm-hmm. the school going? I'm like, they're here from Australia, and they they've told me, how long are you guys down for? Well, your, your whole journey to America, how long would it have been? What's 20 weeks. 20 weeks, yeah.
2: 20,
0: 20, 20 weeks, weeks total. That's, yeah. Wow. It's five months. <laughs> yeah. Almost half a year. 20 weeks and going home broke as hell. Yeah, no right. money.
2: my so, money. <laughs> oh, well.
0: Yes, yes. But so they came down to learn the art of American wrestling. Yeah, pretty right? much. And it, it was just a beautiful story. So I'm talking to them. I'm interviewing them. I'm trying to put over the reality of wrestling school. Um, and I'm like, oh, they've probably trained with some, like, you know, jam d- with d- dirt, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... Um so where have you guys been? I'm thinking, oh Rose is the thing and then y'all have to tell me so, so some of the places you've trained at so oh, far since s- that you've been here.
2: The first place we went to was Chikara, The very first place that we trained at awesome. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Awesome. Uh we went to Ring of Honor for a few times to train there. Um, where else? House of, Glory. House of Glory. We went to CCW. CCW. I did a Rise seminar and then I was on Rise and Shimmer and in Dr. Chicago. Tom yeah. And yes.
0: and so if, if you don't know if you're you're not following us, if you're not a friend of independent fan of independent wrestling all those places that they <laughs> named are the ones you need to start checking out. And so, which got me excited because on your list, you know, you guys made a list of places to go train. That reality wrestling actually, you know, made the list with Black Chicago yeah. and Ring of Honor. And right. and I guess being being this home base. Here you get kind of spoiled, and you don't realize how big of a deal or or this magic that you're a part of being in, in those ROW rings, and mm. and you guys came like I say, all the way Australia, not just for that, but it's a part of your journey, and yeah. um, so I find that amazing. So let's talk, man. What the heck put this idea in your head to leave Australia and come here?
2: The idea was always there. I think since I started training, I've always wanted to travel like my whole life, and then when I saw the wrestling. I realized I could travel and wrestle. Like, why wouldn't I want to do that? <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Right. Well, you know, I think I think one thing that I can actually tell from somebody that literally travels all across the planet to come and wrestle because mm-hmm. the first one was Rob Barnes. Rob yes. Barnes that came here. He came with another guy. Uh, I believe his name was Steve Stephen. Stephen Cogan, I believe. Um, and he came all the way. They both came all the way from Australia. And I have so much rep- respect for people that do that, just around the sole fact that, you're literally on the other side of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> You're leaving everything that you know and everything that you are raised up doing just to chase professional wrestling. And I, I admire that. I really do. And to me, it just kind of shows like how bad you want it because there's so many different people and guys that come out there, guys and girls that are like, oh, you know, I want to do this, and this is great, this is my dream, this is that, or whatever. But let's say they live uh, you know, in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. or something, and they're like, well, why don't you come to Reality Wrestling? Ah, but, you know, I just... It's all the way there, and this, that, what have you. It's like, well, you don't want it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you two want it. But <laughs> A little bit. Now, from coming from Australia down to here, and Jess, you said because you love to travel, you yeah. love wrestling. Obviously, you love wrestling as well. With that being said, why? What's what was the difference between like places like Jakarta, Ring of Honor, uh, what was it, House of House of Glory, House of Glory? What what was different, and what what were the best things that you took away from those? From those
3: places um chikara was chikara had a, a big variety of training they've got a lot of different coaches down there mm. with different aspects of experience so going in
2: and different styles yeah, as different well.
3: styles and things like that so going on in different days you got different flavors and things like that right. their their course is very structured um which wasn't sort of too much of a, a deal for us because we're already sort of trained and it's just now you know Polishing up and learning new extra bits and pieces and things like that, Mm -hmm. but their their curriculum is very structured and caters very well to students coming in from the ground up, so that they can learn in a nice sort of development curve, if you will. Um, Mike Quackenbush was was great. I just touched your leg. We had a moment. (laughs) We did. There we did. Sorry, let's catch up. Anyways, (laughs) continue. Mike Quackenbush. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Like he just knows so many different things. Uh, He knows. He knows everything. He knows what they're called. He knows the. The foreign names for them, he knows
1: where they came from, the story right, behind it. Right. It's just
3: he's like an encyclopedia.
1: Man, that's cool, man. Uh, you know, uh, I wrestle. There's another organization in Austin that's yeah. that's here in Texas, and it's called Inspire Pro, and they have another big organization too called Wrestle Circus. And uh, there's a lot of people that come down from Jakara yeah, that uh, participate in this show and, and got to deal with them personally. And I got to tell you, man, you know, just like how you were saying in Jakara like they're definitely doing some things right because yeah. there's some phenomenal workers that come out of Jakarta. So that's that's pretty cool to know. Yeah, really, really cool. to Though. So, besides Chikara, what about like how was your experience? How was both of you guys' experiencing this in Ring of Honor? So, and that's in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they're, okay. they're both New in New Pennsylvania. Jersey? Right? No, 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 no. They're both.
0: They're both in Philly. Oh, they okay, be, they're yeah. both in Philly. They're both in Philly. Yeah. Philly yeah. Oh, well, that's they're not they're bad not traveling wise. You yeah, just right. Just Easy. Just just right? right. Hey, there yeah, you, you go. That's cool. I was trying to make the traveling seem more epic, and you're cutting. You're killing it. You're killing it. Well, that's what Well, this is
3: this is why we spent ten weeks in Philadelphia. Yeah, that was
2: our main. That was like
3: our. Core stay because we knew that we had those two so close. Right, right, right. Um, and it was a good place to sort of start to try and then get some um, contacts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But Ring of Honor was really cool. Um, different, like the way that they train was a bit different to Chikara. But it was yeah, it had some different be, drills and stuff. Yeah, like they they would run drills um, and run through wrestling spots and different moves, and then you'd do matches, and they'd sort of critique you on on the
1: matches and the psychology and things like that. And I and I love I love the the versatility of just the different methods of training yeah. and especially from people coming from Australia, because I remember our first, I would say kind of like our first batch of wrestlers that came over. We've had a couple of training sessions was like, Hey, sh- show us what you've learned over there and what have you. They have such, a, you guys have such a unique style of like doing roles and like the terms and mm-hmm. the names for different stuff. So we'll yeah. call it one thing. <laughs> y'all call it something completely different. And like, Wait, no, I like it being called that. We're going to stick to that. <laughs> and so when you say it other places, people will be like, what the hell what is this guy sense? talking about, right? It's like, yeah. oh, you didn't Australia, bro. You don't <laughs> even know. But, uh, but I mean, but it's it's great. And I think the thing is is that you can't be stuck on one certain style. And you guys are doing it right to where you're going to different places mm-hmm. and migrating to where you learn a bit, a little bit here, a little bit yeah. there, and what have you because you can't be stuck just on one style. You yeah, never can. Awesome. Then yeah. that's where the traveling comes in, right? Wrestling such a versatile and broad art if sport if you will right like, there's so
3: many different ways to, to perform mm. and express them. you
2: never right. stop learning all the different ways either There's yeah. just something new all the time now so long you limit
0: yourself Let, let's let's start over let's start at the very beginning what is your what drew y'all to wrestling how old Ooh. were y'all when y'all first noticed wrestling what kind of wrestling was it was it Amer- like american wrestling on tv in australia or do y'all have like a whole wwe type um program over there
2: um I started watching. I started watching WWE first because my older brothers would watch it, and I would complain because I didn't want to watch the they were watching because I was a girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. then one day I actually just sat down and started watching it, and I fell in love. And that was in 2006, I think. What
0: really drew you to that? Like, what did you fall in love with? I
2: remember seeing a match. It was Lita versus John Cena, and I was like, Oh my god, this chick is so cool. Mm-hmm. She's wrestling a guy. I want to do that when I grow up. And then that's, and thing, now you that's are. what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. I was the same. For me, it was WWE. It wasn't my big brother, because I don't have an actual big brother, but it was my big brother figure. My my across-the-road neighbor who I grew up with introduced me to it. Um, It was WWE, and we'd sort of just watch it on TV. Um, I can't even remember the exact things, but I loved just the theatrics of it, the -the over-the-top, all the the storylines that went into it, and just that, that drama that made them get in there and give them the reason to want to beat each other up. And then we'd be in the living room floor you know wrestling with each other <laughs> on the trampoline yeah man back then like where the Foxtel which was like our cable service that we had back then would play the Raws and Smackdowns but then the the main events if you didn't actually buy them it would just be noise and static on the screen but you could still hear it Really? So we, okay we, we'd sit <laughs> gotcha. there with the static and we'd be listening <laughs> to the pay-per-views well you, okay That's so awesome. listening
1: to the pay-per-views I was about to say it's like the static you couldn't see anything but you could hear it that kind of reminds of you know teenage years of the Right. Spice Channel Channel <laughs> 77 uh, probably inappropriate to talk about right <laughs> now but <laughs> 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 uh, that kind of <laughs> that <right> <laughs> <Yeah. right. laughs> yeah. you, you know I there. was trying to dive into uh, Australia but the doors yeah. had opened well, I mean, you to me as a this yeah, is your fault it's in yeah, there I mean, I'm in it no, no, that's, that so well, let me ask you this and this is just out of my curiosity so basically both of you guys have basically just said that you know when you came up or when you first introduced into professional wrestling it was WWE so that was all that was syndicated in Australia at that time so maybe not WCW or anything like that it was, I, mean, I think it was definitely um, TNA or anything like that at that time I remember yeah,
2: TNA but that was when I started watching yeah. it was a bit when later. I
1: started
3: was in two, like 98 to 2000 98, 98. so did you like watch um, anything like WCW or you didn't really care I don't it? know if we had it as much or I just right. I didn't know where to find it right, WCW gotcha. was all that
1: I could find because how right. old
3: was I in 2000 I was Years old.
1: Yeah, I always, I always ask um, because I know the syndication is always different in different parts yeah. of the world. Because I was always a WWE guy, yeah, yeah. always a WWE guy and everything like that. And I fell into WCW and ECW really, really late, like yeah. towards yeah. the end yeah, of thousand
0: percent, yeah, for sure. I, I actually fell in love with ECW. My friends would watch it and stuff. I just never got into it after it was over, done, said with. Right. Like I started watching like documentaries and stuff like that, and I was like. Why did I miss this? Right. You know, yeah. like, no, it's oh, cool, man,
1: when you fall back into it. Yeah. I kind of look back at it like like music, you know what I mean? Like you you kind of like always you know listen to this type of music and the next thing you know you find like this band or something that's like 30, 40 years old and you've never heard of them yeah. before and you feel like you, they have all this material leading up to that point? You're like, "Oh, hell yeah, man." You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, my question is is like, okay, so you guys fell into wrestling and you're like, "All right, this is cool. This mm-hmm. is great. I want to do this. I can dream. I can visualize it." What have you so, how was your first day of training, and where did you guys break
0: in at?
2: Uh So, I think, like, a bit after I started watching wrestling, I Googled Australian wrestling to see if I could find anything, and nothing came up besides this one promotion. And then eventually, like, a few years later, I was on my Facebook, and I saw an event for Newcastle Pro Wrestling, and I mm-hmm. was like, there's this place 20 minutes away from me. I've never heard of it. How awesome. has this happened? Yeah.
1: Awesome. So, awesome.
2: I think that weekend, no, that week, I went to training I had my first training session, which we didn't do bumps or anything because there was no ring or mats, it was just the cement floor. We just did
1: Hold on, wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> time, time out. We were not gonna slide past that. Alright. So you mean to tell me that you walked in, Newcastle Pro Wrestling had no- they didn't have a wrestling ring.
2: They had a ring. It was just the training place. It was in um, not where we would do shows and stuff. So they were like, But like, well, we're not
1: setting it up for y'all. That's kinda what was going down. Yeah. Their ring was to not say. gonna
2: fit in that room. <laughs>
1: well there there have been some, some guys and girls that I've met where when they broke in it literally there wasn't a ring. Like they oh, yes, had like yes. certain just gym mats and it's like, all right, we're just gonna show you rolls, and then like the day of the show, they'd be like, Alright, bumps or what have you. You know mm. what I mean? So that's what that's why I asked. So, um how long were you training there for?
2: Um, how long? I started in January 2014. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So since then. And I gotcha. had my match. My first match was, was a Rumble appearance in May.
0: When oh, When okay. you say Rumble appearance, what do you mean? Well,
2: I, I went in, I gave a head scissors, head scissors to someone, then I got eliminated.
0: So like Royal Rumble type?
2: Yeah, Royal Rumble, yeah.
0: Battle rules, baby. That's
1: how it goes, yeah, man. Yeah. It's
0: going to be
2: different tonight. Like, <laughs> just do
1: it. If you could
0: throw so a head-scissor tonight, that'd be fantastic. Done. Right. Don't, don't about, worry. I would love it. Head-scissor yeah, tonight.
2: Easy. So,
0: yes, and we are actually recording on the day of Summer of Champions. By the time this airs, it'll it'll be done already. Yeah. So, I will have won my what, match. You have won, Are you, are you, are you <laughs> claiming that you're walking away with the... Uh, Women, the ROW Women's Championship. I'm taking
2: it back home to
0: Australia. Oh, lordy. <laughs> so, lordy. While we're at it, I'm claiming that I'm just going to punch Stevie Ray right in the face. Right, so you can right see, right you can go back face. and watch Summer of Champions and see if these predictions All right, so, so Mick, okay, where, did you break, where did you break in at?
3: Um, for me, the first place I trained was at a place called AWF. It was Australian Australasian Wrestling Federation. Okay. And that was in about April of 2008. Okay, gotcha. Um, and I'd been looking for places before that, and I found another place... In Sydney, that was IWA, um, but it was a bit too expensive for me at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And my parents were all like, they 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 used to pay for me to play soccer and other sports, but right. like wrestling. Is stupid, you want to do it? Even. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they if you want know, to do, do it, fine, it. but right. you're paying
1: for it yourself, right? The complete exactly. Opposite
2: of my parents. My dad would drive me to training every single yeah. day. In pain. So, See, that's, <laughs> a, that's
1: <laughs> another good question. We'll come yeah. back to that as far as like family and how they did, but anyways, continue. continue.
3: So, yeah, so I, I couldn't join there just yet. I was like, Well, I'll have to wait until I save up. And then when I found AWF, I had a mate who was already there, and right. he was sort of like, You should go here, right? And they had sort of more of a payment plan option for me. So I was like, ah, oh, sweet, so that means I can start. Yep. Now, so I started there. The first day was like an orientation day, we were just talking, right, right, giving yeah. us the rundown. But then the first actual training day was, they had a boxing ring at their training facility. It wasn't a wrestling ring, it was a boxing, boxing ring. Rings. Oh, yeah. So they had zero give. <laughs> and yes, all, all yes, we did do. was learn how to do bumps uh-huh. and got chopped. <laughs> I mean, that, I For mean, how that's, long? That's, how many
0: days did you go through that?
3: No, that was just the first day. The first like, we, we went through right. bumps and bumps, but they basically said, like, no. there was only three of us in our first class. So no. they basically put us on a side of the ring each, put our hands over the top rope, and every one of the wrestlers that was there came in and chopped us about ten times
1: each. You gotta love that. Now basically
3: like, look, look, this is just a, to welcome you in, haze you guys in a little bit for a bit of a lol, well, and to just the to the make sure kid. that you're not <laughs> yeah, exactly. too much of a like, yeah. You're not going to get hurt a lot. But so after
0: gonna, day one, what was running through your head? Oh, <laughs> I, was
1: about, I was about to ask. Was like, how did you feel after taking like your first? Oh yeah, was,
3: my body was pretty was like, sore. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd been doing some backyarding stuff before that.
1: Right. Shh. Right. Oh um, hey
3: man, I was I was so, there like, there too, like, my man. body Absolutely. was a little bit used to getting beaten around, but not like this. Like this was learning how to do it properly and taking proper back bombs, right. and we did right. probably over a hundred of them on that day. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I woke up the next whole week, my body was just aching. Mm. But you know, it was I was like, I was so happy to be in a in a ring. It's cool and, feeling. And the school. I was, yeah. I was so excited. So it's it was
0: a, a cool, cool feeling. It's gonna be unreal. What about what about you, Miss Jess? After your first day of training, what was running through your head?
2: I was just really excited. Like, well we. I learned how to tie up, and that was really exciting for me. Like my trainer said, I did a good job. So yeah. Why, do Mine you, was why more are you Why are you getting yours, beat completely? up? And you're like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't ow. And she's like, Oh no. I like how you did headlock,
2: So that was cool.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Went home
2: and showed my dad and my mom.
1: Did it to my brothers. Okay, so speaking of mom, dad, and brothers. Granted, obviously we all know that pro wrestling is not the norm. It's something <laughs> just like it is. I I literally think, and 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 I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say this, but. You have to be kind of messed up in the head to like this. Yeah, You're really, really in, some, in some way, yeah. shape, you know, form or fashion, you do. And, you know, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm nuts. But with that being said, how did your family or friends take it when you were just all like, hey, I'm training to be a pro wrestler? Because everybody's different. Obviously, Jess, you said that your family was like, yeah, you know, if this is what yeah, you want, absolutely. all right, cool. And then make your kind of your family kind of sound more like my family. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you, are you done done? Yeah. Well, I know I should have dropped you when you were born. This, that, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean. So explain, like, how, how did your family take everything?
2: Well, I used to watch wrestling with my dad like all the time. So, so your
1: dad was a fan. So yeah, he that was a made fan. It easy. Like awesome. his favorite
2: wrestler is The Undertaker.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. So he
2: he loved wrestling, and then I told him I wanted to be a wrestler, so he was all for it. Like he's the one pushing me and like making sure I'm keeping up with all the boys in training, like that's making awesome. sure I can beat them up and stuff. So. That's
0: cool. He's yeah. like, if you want to ride home from training, yeah, he's like, <laughs> you <laughs> better step <laughs> up
2: your yeah. game. That's,
1: that's, you know, that's that's very fortunate, man. That's very fortunate that you have family and support mm-hmm. and stuff like that because it can be tough when you yeah. just – because, I mean, granted, I never blame anybody for not understanding wrestling because us as wrestlers, we don't really understand wrestling sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is what it is. But as long as the sport's there, that's cool. Now, Mick, yeah. on your so. side – None of my
3: parents enjoyed watching wrestling. Um, When I was younger, trying to get a chance to watch it on TV was impossible. It was only if Mum and dad weren't home, because if they were using the TV, I didn't get it. Right. Um, And when I told them what I wanted to do, they thought, that's ridiculous. Make sure, if you want to do it, fine, we're not going to stop you. Go for it, we'll support you in what you want to do, but make sure you have a real career in mind, because obviously wrestling, the chances are slim. And it's just always been one of those things where, like, good on you, go get it. They're, they're, they're kind of supportive and not supportive at the same time. Right. Because my parents are great. I wouldn't be here in this country right now wasn't my the support of my parents I've had right. over the years. I was about yeah. to ask you, what, yeah, I, so what
0: did they feel about the journey? What did they feel about the oh, trip that, that coming was to America? Of it. They were very
2: excited, But yeah. I think well, also... My mom cried, but-
3: <laughs> <laughs> On the other side of their minds, the, it's always like, so are you bored of it yet? Are you, are you done? Have you grown out of it? Right. <laughs> like, are you going to go to America and get it out of your system? And I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> right. You
0: should have exactly. just been like,
1: yeah, because yeah. Yeah, when I said, come yeah. back, I'm <laughs> yeah. probably going to hate wrestling. So I'm kind of a little bit of both. Right. But, um, uh, you, you said something so funny, to me, so funny to me because it's happened to me too, to where it's like there's certain people, family or friends, to where they literally say, like, so, uh, you know, whenever you get this out of your system, <laughs> you're going to yeah. get a job, you're going to have some kids. Yeah. Like, whatever. I have a buddy of mine, he's a cop. <laughs> And uh, he's a great guy, great family man. But every time I see him, it's <laughs> definitely like another like father figure. My dad thinks it's cool, but he doesn't really like know much about it or anything. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't really ask a lot of questions. But my buddy will be all like, "So, uh, you know, you stop wrestling, you know, you get yourself a real job out there, and this that." what it's like, "Nah, man, I'm kind of <laughs> still checking. I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be over here in this part of the country this week or that week," and he'll be like, "Oh man, you gotta quit that stuff." But yet, if he sees something on Facebook or something like, "Oh, that's cool, give me tickets," I'm like, "I thought you wanted me to get a real <laughs> job. Like, Where are you?" But yeah, anyway. It's almost like people is worried about your security or something. Yeah. And granted, because at least they know that they care, but also at the same time too. I mean, they're going to get to a point where it's like, well, he or she is not getting rid of this, so uh, yeah. we might as well just you know go. You know what I mean? Because it's uh, it never seems like it, it's it's worth it until when you make it, then it was all <clears throat> worth it. Right? Yeah.
0: What uh, I know I know we're interviewing. Mr. and Mrs. Australia here that's what yeah. I'm going with but um, <laughs> what are some of the struggles you got into Ruth's Ryan Davidson coming into this business well, sounds like no
1: man I, I think it's really to pre- turned into a
0: therapy session I'm totally okay with this it's really it's really more office <laughs> more
1: of the same with what Jess and Mick is going through like there's yeah. there's been people that like literally there's been you know people that have like support like dude that's amazing oh my god go kill it you're gonna be awesome this that whatever and then there's been people that are just like dude what are you what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, you're, that's so dumb. Like, have you ever? And God, you know, when the movie The Wrestler came out, everybody thought that I was going to be Randy the Ram. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, dude, you're going to live in a trailer and you're going to just, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to like, you know, have to go through thumbtacks yeah. and all this other crap to make a living. And it's like, nah, man, that's not how it
0: works. But, Oddly enough, full circle, you're uh, stepping in the ring with.
1: But you uh, know, there's a lot man. of hardships, man. I, I think, and I, I have this conversation with people, especially like the trainees that come up for the, like reality wrestling and stuff like that, is that. I think some of the hardest things that you have to deal with as a wrestler is trying to financially get things straight while you're trying to be an up-and-coming professional Mm -hmm. wrestler because being in pro wrestling is like the most demanding non-payable internship that Mm -hmm. you'll ever go through, okay? So it's one of those things where you have to travel, you go literally across the world, obviously, to try and gain all this knowledge and experience, but yet it's like, okay, well, how can I do it on a budget? let alone more like a buh rather than the budget, you know what I mean? Because you can't very, afford very the other true. letters, right? So that's that's always going to be the hardships This is just like the financial part. And then like as far as like here in the States, like the, to me, like the hardest part is being an upcoming professional wrestler is trying to find something that works around wrestling, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? As far as like a day job or a business, you know, whatever you want to run or do or what have you. So it really all depends. But it seems like we all share kind of the same
0: experiences as far as like good and bad coming up through pro wrestling. Yeah, right. So. Speaking on the financial end, on you, so you guys just saved money yep. for how long? How long? How how many?
2: Since I sat, since I got my first job.
0: So this was how this has been I? how long have you been planning? <laughs> <this trip? laughs> right, how, right. How old are you? How long have you been planning this trip to America? I guess is really the route I was taking. I've,
3: I've wanted to come here for like years on years. Like ever since I started training, I'm like okay, now I have to work on getting to America. But then every time I'd sort of come along and go, oh, I should start looking at it. Like, the job that I had would have was only part-time. I was like, it's going to take me forever to save. Or I had, you know, commitments to a girlfriend at the time, which made it more expensive, so I just made it a bit more difficult to try and plan. Yeah. And, sure. like, it was just always that ongoing cycle of something stopping me. We're, looking back on I should have just said, no, to hell with this, I'm going to put my foot down and get the gears in motion. Right. But then it got to this point, I was like, to hell with it I've got someone who come with me who wants to come overseas to train and wrestle um, I had a, a full-time job for the had. first had <laughs> had a proper full-time job um, from my studies mm-hmm. under my belt I was like good so now I can actually put some money away so right. That's what I did so it was probably six to twelve months of saving um, mainly because life is still expensive and you don't get to sure save I... as much as you want to save <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, it didn't yeah, take us think,
2: very long to plan it, though. Didn't no, it Like only like a month or so? Yeah, it was
3: only about a month or two that we actually started booking everything.
0: I mean, yeah. I, I have trouble visiting cities in Texas. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, right. We make these grand plans, like <laughs> ah, something came up, and you know, so it. Well, takes... It was
2: pretty stressful buying the first flights. We're like, yeah. okay, let's go now. It's all happening. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't get cheaper tomorrow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, I think just just to chi- chime
1: in just for a second on the financial aspect of it, I, I think there there was a. The way I like to compare it to is that like there was an article that was done by Jushin Thunder Liger where it talked about like up and coming wrestlers to where, you know, when you're a wrestler, you have this thing called like a warrior spirit to where it's like no matter what challenges are in front of you, you always find a way and then, you know, you get through any obstacle that you can. And I think as far as from that aspect, as far as wrestlers, and this is why I just love being a part of this business is just that. When there's a will, there's a way. And obviously, you guys are here because there was a will, there was a way, and you found it. Yeah. And it also, with pro wrestling and dealing with all the financial struggles, like... It, it kind of gives you some great life experiences to kind of you have to go through some stuff to where it's like it hardens you a little bit as to where like the normal person that if all they know is the 9 to 5 and all they know is working with a certain company if they get let go or god forbid something happens they freak out and yeah. don't know what to do yeah um, you know as for us though we're you guys are on the road you're literally away from home you don't have much money when you find a way to make it through you do and obviously
0: you're still here yeah. so kudos we're still
2: now. alive <laughs> still <laughs> alive exactly we're still eating right? food
0: don't worry no, I like I I grew up in this whole kind of punk rock scene, playing in bands or just watching all these documentaries, hearing all these stories. I mean, you guys are living the life. I mean, um, you know, like I said, I mean, you guys are like probably crashing on people's floors or couches or just like just to wrestle one more day. Yeah. Just to wrestle (laughs) one more day. (laughs) Airbnb (laughs) Airbnb has been a godsend. Yeah.
3: Like, you guys know what Airbnb is, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That thing is amazing. It's just accommodation is cheap versus. Like resorts
1: and hotels and things like that. No, oh, obviously. You know, I mean, you got to find every nook and cranny yeah. you can. You yeah, know what so I mean? Much Travel cheaper. for but sure. the best
3: part is now that we've been here once, we've met so many people and we've had so many of them say, "Next time you come back, let us know if you need a place to stay." Oh, that's great. So accommodation is going to be so much cheaper. And Abs- absolutely. Floors, mattresses, couches, sweet.
1: Absolutely. It saves us a thousand dollars for sure, man. Let alone, let alone the fact that when you network and you meet the other wrestlers and everything like that, we all go through similar different yeah, things. That's yeah, that's Everyone So not only exactly. so will people so give you a place to stay, but they also like it's networking. It's also like hey. Man, you know, if you ever in this spot, like here, go here. This guy's real cheap, or you can go to this yeah. hotel yeah, or this. Yeah. They only charge this. So it's just helping out tenfold, you know what Definitely. I mean, as you go along. So that's stuff like that's always
0: good, man. It's yeah, all man. about the communication. Right. And, rest, dude, PK. wrestling is a giant just community of people. I mean, like I said, I'm just a fan. Great, I'm, not, I'm not in there. I'm not in the ring. I just love what you guys do. And I walk around in my little wrestling shirts, especially <laughs> the, you throw in some independent wrestling shirts where, like, people don't know, but the people yeah. know, you right, know, yeah. right, right. you're walking through a store or whatever, somebody will stop you. Being like, nice shirt, bro, oh, or you whatever, love my you shirt. know. And there's, there's this. I let's get in this conversation. You want a
2: shirt? I have the best one for you today. Don't worry. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know the Nike Just Do It. Yeah. Well, I have the Nike Tick, but then underneath it, it says Just Do It. That's
0: good. <laughs> That's good.
1: That's my. So, you got them for sale? You yeah. got them for sale? I,
2: I think I have like five left.
1: Dang. <laughs> You're I just I just got back from a cruise like about about two months ago, and I was in Cozumel, mm-hmm. and I wore uh, Bruce Prichard's uh, something to wrestle with. Yeah. Um, T-shirt where it had mill mascaris on it said no yab. So <laughs> my buddy of mine was kind of like, Do you think you should wear that? Because it's no yab? Like, dude, they, they probably don't know the story. I'm like, dude, it says Mill mascaris Like, it has Mil mascaris Like, yeah. oh my shirt, like, I think it'll be okay, right? So I was literally walking through the streets and I got like stopped by like six or seven people. A couple of them asked for pictures. They're like, oh amigo, Mill oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, They're like, I like with your shirt once again, like, <laughs> like your hands it. Really yeah, like, they didn't want a picture with me. They just wanted a picture of like Mill mascaris or something <laughs> like that. They probably, you know, just see some gringo wearing a Mill Masqueress shirt. But other than that, yeah, I could totally
0: yeah. relate. Yeah just wearing a shirt it's a giant a, community a, you know? and like I said I've always heard the stories but what really stopped me you know I hit these guys hey when y'all leaving on Tuesday I said we gotta let's podcast I'm, when you freeze let's do yeah, it Saturday cool yeah, because I mean like you're you're living um, just, just breathing of these stories that I hear like I'm seeing it in full in front of me and I just found it amazing it's like man mm-hmm. I want to hear their story so speaking of stories how did you guys cross each other's paths through
2: um, wrestling yeah we met, we <laughs> yeah. met through wrestling
0: right because, but I mean to them the just Just started
3: training with Newcastle Pro and, and then, was, then that
2: weekend I started training there was a show on yeah. so I went to go help, help with the show I've been performing with Newcastle mm-hmm. since its inception so
0: right.
3: um, we just sort of
0: so what up, was it his- fell into
3: the, the, our circle of friends that's with Newcastle and PWA yeah, very and again. then we just you know, communicated through that got to know each other became friends and then
0: here we are there you we go. You are so with with Those shows. That's a very exciting day, story. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for something. Chev did a big did, build up. No, 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 That's me. I do that. Yeah. And, uh, so I was, in,
1: did I was, this in, I was triple in this motorbike clip. accident
3: where my <laughs> where my bike did a triple backflip over this yeah. bus, and she
1: jumped out the window and caught me. I was with in the bus. Arm. I was <laughs> the bus. <Yeah. laughs> So as far as like the shows and everything that like go in Australia, like do you guys is it kind of like something similar here to where it's just like it was ran on the weekends? Do you guys do like double shots, triple shots, quadruple shots, things of like that? Like how's the um, one thing I've always wanted to know is like do you have any like promotions that you guys rest for that had like local syndication as far as like the TV or anything like that that's um, there? Or is that big there or no? I think there's or, been
2: like one or two promote like shows that have been televised, but never the promotion like every single um, week or every month for shows. Like one-off. off?
3: had a little bit for a little while with one of the smaller cable channels okay but that only lasted i want to say 10 weeks 10 weeks i don't know i don't know what happened i wasn't sort of really too involved with the management of it but there's sometimes we
2: get like news yeah there's there's people report the day of the show and stuff
3: gotcha getting news articles but but there's not a lot that is airing or anything at the moment not Mm. around where we're from i can't speak yeah uh uncertainty for some of the other cities um and the other states but there's there's not a lot of local stuff really airing. Right. But I mean, different promotions do different things. Like you have some that tour around the different areas, right. like the locals that run once a month or twice a month in certain spots that keep going back to. Gotcha, like returning. Gotcha. We have the promotions that do like the double triple headers. Yeah. Or We've got some that will do like Friday Saturday with one promotion, and then Sunday is
1: like one of our other promotions. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Um, chevy, Chevy. Uh, you know, supplying us with water, keeping us hydrated <laughs> nice here. Nice guy. Yeah, man. Thank you. Well, that's cool. No, that's something I always wanted, wanted to know, just on that aspect, because I know, you know, different places are different and what have you, as far as like syndication and, you know, really like television's kind of on the, kind of on the home stretch of you know everything streamable and yeah, it's on I demand it. now and all yeah. this other type of stuff and as it should be, you know, just because the convenience of everything. So that's kind of what I figured I'd ask, but like, okay, so. If you if you don't mind, since I'm the co-host of this. You're thing. In that, baby. I mean, I'm not trying to cut you off. <laughs> of no, your bro, you're thing. driving. You're driving. Right hey, man, I got. I just, I just have some questions. So, you guys are all the way here in the states, all the way from Australia, right? You're going from place to place, from school to school. What's the end game? Where do you guys want to go? What do you want to do? I mean, is it WWE? Is it all of the above? Do you want to make a living at this? Is there a certain accomplishment, like being a certain tournament title, anything like that? Like, what what is the end goal?
2: Everything that you just said, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm on, the, like I'd love to join WWE. Like that is my ultimate goal, right? In wrestling, but then I also I, I want to travel as much as I can. That's right. one of my goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I'd love to make a living off it. That's right, and
0: independent the, the independent scene's changed so much. Yeah, though, uh, yeah, that's, that's 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 kind of what I'm getting at
1: because right. yeah. it's, it's more so that the landscape is like to where. For the longest time, and it's always has been, you had to be of either one of three organizations. Mainly yes. everybody knows about WWE, obviously. But now it's getting to the point where there's such a boom in certain regions of the world for independent pro wrestling. That you can really just make a living, just like how you yeah. said, just travel around, just doing different organizations. So we want Australia way. to be next, like the way that the UK right. has
3: blown up in the last sort of one, two
0: years. Oh, it's incredible, man! We want yeah. Australia to be
3: the next thing because we've got like all the talent that we've got down there is incredible. Oh, We're just oh, man, as good man, sure. everyone else, and no for one knows sure. that we exist. Yeah. yeah, what's the what's the plane ride? So, what's the plane ride from Australia? Um, 14
2: hours, hours? Yeah.
3: it was 14 hours for us to get from Sydney to LA, but Bus. because we went to Philly. We had to go to Sydney to LA, then we had an eight-hour layover, then LA to San Fran, and a five-hour layover, then San Fran to Philly. Right. So it took us 40
2: 40 hours. (laughs) So that was savage. Oh, was that all? I thought I was going to (laughs) die. Yeah,
1: jeez. Yeah, I can't even imagine, because usually I've done road trips before to where it'd be like 19 and a half hours, literally. But Uh, like, yeah, that doesn't sound like nothing compared to what you guys are going through. So Mick, what um, about you, man? What what, were some aspirations, man? Definitely much the same. Like that childhood dream of first
3: watching WWE, saying, when I grow up, i want to be WWE. Be a champion. Right, 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 that'll be forever. I'm always gonna right. have that. But as yeah. you know, getting into it and the wrestling world starts to develop and the indie scene has become what it is now. Right. Obviously, I'm at the point where I was like, even if I can become a wrestler who works the indies and is well known and can make a living off it, and everyone can be like Vic Ready, I know him. He's that right. awesome indie dude. That would be unreal. Right. And Absolutely. then to get Australia on the map. That's. It I, that, I want to turn our home into somewhere where we, you don't have to leave the country
1: just to get your name out there you know that's that's something that I that I can totally agree with you on and not because I'm just like right here in front of you but like I said earlier in this podcast like, the best international talent that we've had came through reality wrestling, in my experiences, has been everybody is from Australia. And there's a lot of talent there. One of my favorite people on the planet, and he just moved to Florida, because I think his girlfriend or fiancé, got yeah, signed to can W.E., is Elliot Sexton. Elliot Sexton. Oh, my God. Let me I still have never seen him with sleeves. I've never seen him in a tank top. <laughs> and, if you look like that, would you wear sleeves? But uh, uh, he's, he's such a great guy yeah. and an amazing talent. Got great he's size grand. and everything like that. But that's just one of many guys mm-hmm. and girls... Mm that are phenomenal in Australia. So I'm totally with you on that aspect where I think Australia totally has the potential to be just like England. You know yeah, what I mean? I think, I think the reason why is because England has such the crazy lineage and history of just the wrestling like with and you know starting off in like the circuses and everything like that and then it's just kind of grown and morph and of course everybody knows about world of sports, yeah, well, it's sports. sports. It's a I'm a huge world of sport yeah. Mark you know yeah. what I mean so it's just one of those things a migrated there but you know there's a lot of rich history in Australia too and I really you know I'm with you man I really believe that it could turn into like just like how England or Mexico can be mm. where it can yes. explode we just, you know what that's, I mean
0: that's what I'd love to see. so when you guys get back home how long is it going to be before you guys set up a uh, what are y'all in Newcastle Newcastle Pro and Newcastle PWA. Pro versus RWO. Uh, uh, let's see what we can make happen. you know what I'm <laughs> let's saying. Do RWO. ROW Reality? R-W- Reality, uh, Reality Wrestling. Reality oh. Wrestling Order. Jeez. ROW R-O-O. Where's where's the Russo I- when I need him? He should have been oh, yeah. standing there. I don't know. Actually this. I need his Herbert the pervert impersonation. <laughs> red now I actually when, I, when we go when we go back
1: into the arena I'm gonna ask him to just like hey, can you just do an impersonation? ROW International relationships
3: like that might work. Very well. Yeah. I mean it's the kind of thing that could, do,
0: that do, could let help. me ask you this, if because you know there's 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 different organizations like people come down and like there's a buzz just because you're from Australia. Like you could mm. before anybody's even seen you right. do any throw a punch, people right, are like, right. "Oh, those are the Australians." You know, <laughs> is it like that? If say a group of the um, ROW guys, did I say it right that time? Yeah, you R- did. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank well, me. it's actually Go. the row. You don't Go. say ROW. Okay. You row. say the no, row. row. Sorry, row. My bad. that's why we just do the little row. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where's my cameraman when I need him? Ryan Davidson is. Rowan's arts out. Is ready, there a yeah. buzz Like say if you guys Started hey We got some Americans They'll come down Blah 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 Let's figure this out Is there well, Would people from your You know Territory be like Yeah Hype about that
3: Everyone's always interested To see what someone new Brings to the table Especially like I mean we get excited When we have interstate people Come in yeah. Like we're from New South Wales If we have someone From Victoria per, uh, Western Australia Or South Australia Come along Everyone's always like Ah oh, it would be interesting right. Especially if it's someone That they don't really know That's that established already And they kind of yeah. know Oh this dude will chick is awesome mm-hmm. but they're always super excited to see how they go so someone from overseas is always it's like yes yeah, like a, a novelty in, in its own right like ah what have they got to bring right so yeah there's yeah. always we've had back when i was with awf we had someone from england come over um we had dick togo come over once oh actually, very like, cool I mean, we've had yeah. some pretty some pretty name name recently most recent one we had, oh, yeah, we just had Will Ospreay come over. Yeah. But, cool. I mean, he's... Like, the people that are already really established kind of don't count as much. Like, yeah. well, we know that they're right. Old, yeah, so yeah, right. yeah. Right. But, like, a couple of times we've had people that sort of you haven't really heard about before come over, and everyone's all like, oh, it would be really good to see how they go. Right. Because you just... You don't really know too much. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. What I love about you guys, we have this co-host. Um, we call him El Guapo. We call himself Guaps. Um... And he he's the reason that you're here, because he couldn't make it. So I brought in I brought in, Thanks, I brought in the big dog, the big bear. I appreciate it, um, but he's he's so just into like every single name you just drop, he's gonna spend the next six days. If he doesn't know who they are already, like, oh, I'm learning everything about <laughs> Australian <laughs> wrestling right uh, now. Yeah, yeah, he definitely needs to go do some
1: research on Dick Togo. Yeah, Dick yeah. Togo is the man. Yeah, spell that he's for man. him. First uh Dick D-I-C-K-I-Togo. T G Simple Togo, man. Simple.
3: That's it. Awesome. I stole his stolen sent on. Because when, <laughs> yeah. when he came to Sydney and he did right his thing with us, it was supposed to be part of a retirement tour. Mm-hmm. And so he was doing that top rope stalling on into the right. Rope. And I was like, right. he's retiring. I am stealing. that. Mm-hmm. And so I stole it. And it always,
1: everyone always loves it. They're like, it, oh, that senton. Did he retire he or st- did he come back? Oh, he with, came back. with
3: the, reunion, he came back with the
1: reunion
0: tour real quick. <laughs> 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 hey like, man, damn it.
1: invitation got. is the biggest form of all oh, yep. especially in pro wrestling. Yeah, and, and no one, yeah, no one ever gets offended to it because it's like an homage, man. Because if it's something good and it works and especially if it's even better where you can add your own twist to it mm, as far yeah. as move-wise or going into your repertoire of different sets, spots, things of that nature then uh, it's fantastic, man. Right. It works. I know? think the only
3: time it sucks when someone steals
1: your thing is if you're not established enough. And then someone steals it. And then it oh, becomes sure. their thing. Yeah. That's and when it's like, damn it. And yeah, usually it's like a gimmick <laughs> right. or a catchphrase or a certain thing that can happen. You know, like, I mean, moves, you know, there's so much, there's so many moves out there, let alone the fact that, like, there's so much, you know, how we've been talking about, there's so much talent out there. Mm-hmm. Somebody's bound to come up with something different or what have you. But I think it doesn't really matter as much as the moves. If you could do it really at the right place at the right yeah, time.
3: Yeah,
0: 100%. You know what I mean? I think that's what really, really matters. That's just my opinion, though, so... On that whole aspect. So before we get out of here, tell me, tell me some road stories, man. What's the craziest thing that happened to y'all <sighs> since y'all been on the road? Well,
2: oh, like man. an American story? Anything?
0: Nick almost got into a fight. Almost got into a fight. Ooh, we were, tell me. I don't
2: know. <laughs> <'cause
0: some laughs> we will go to kick
1: his ass, ass
3: right now. Forget that guy. <laughs> He's all the way yeah. in Philadelphia. We we're on our way to. We'll train. go. Yeah, we'll <laughs> go right now. Car. Back when we were at Philly, we were very lucky. The the place we stayed at was like a half an hour bike ride from the Chicara training, and they just had bikes. So we awesome. would ride to and from training every day. Awesome. And then on the on the way there one day, as we we're riding up. In broad
2: daylight with people in around. In the middle of
3: the day. We're in an area of Philadelphia that's the ghetto.
1: Right. I got <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like <we're>, The ghetto. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
1: like that's awesome. Yeah. Um, right.
3: And that was the, one of the first things I thought when I got there. It was a right. lovely place. Everyone, that most of the people that we met have been absolutely amazing. But right, to right. look at you like this place just looks like... Dangerous,
1: right? But, but
3: it, it looks sketchy, yeah. yeah. It looks right. kind you know. Sketch. But I mean, I guess gotcha. it comes with the age of the city and yada yada, right? Yada. right anyway, right. so we're riding, and as we stop at this set of lights across the road, there's this, there's this bloke coming down, screaming out god knows what kind of nonsense. And we notice there's this woman behind us, and she's like, No, no, don't you come over here, you go away, right? This and that, and he's right. coming over, and as he crosses the road. As he comes up to her, I'm like keeping an eye on her because he's like screaming at her. I can't remember exactly what he was screaming, but yelling. And then our light goes green. We go to start crossing, and I'm watching. And then he starts like swinging at her, and he's shoving her in the oh, face wow. and then trying to throw yeah. punches. And I'm it like, was like crazy. I'm like, is this happening? Yeah. Yep. And then no one's doing anything. I'm like, no. Nah. I'm like, Philly, oi, yeah,
0: <laughs> Philly. So I
3: just scream out from. Oh, like, I'm Philly, in the, I I've stopped in the middle of the road. I'm like, oi. He turns around, <laughs> <laughs> he
1: turns around <laughs>
3: he looks at me. There, I am standing there with my like vintage Hell, bush yeah. bike, yeah. looking back yeah. at him. And then he just looks at me, and I'm like. Oh, here we go. <laughs> right. Oh, what? What are you going to do? And then he starts walking over, this, that, N-word, this. What are you going to do, this? Right, and I'm right, like, right. Jesus. Then he walks up. He gets about maybe a foot away from me. He goes, oh, what? What are you going to do? I said,
0: I just want you to leave the woman alone, man. He's right. like,
2: oh, what? The lady's pretty much gone by now as well. Yeah. So. And then oh, really?
0: cars yeah. started beeping
2: us. And I'm
3: standing right.
0: there behind my bike. They the don't feet. care that you're fighting. They just care that you're yeah, in right the middle yeah. of the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you right. take your fight elsewhere. Yeah.
3: Right. And I'm just, I'm thinking, That's he's either going to hit me or he isn't. But he ended up just walking away. Walking away, so, just mumbling. It was one of those things breath. how he kept like a couple of feet between us while he was yelling right. at me, and I was like, oh, "Of I course, I oh don't think know. he's Could going to engage. All, all you had to do was him. like
0: pick up your bike and start like that's your what ba- was do. That's you're about That's what I said
3: to Justin. I was standing here. I was over the side of my bike. <laughs> it was pretty much going to be, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like, it. You pick up a bike so and start using visually. That was the left hand on the seat and wham.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, like you know, you can kind of read people sometimes. What were you doing
0: right. all this, Jess? I was you watching
2: and were- being like, "Is he going to get stabbed or something?" Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, no. I was like concerned. You like look around; she's on the other side of the
1: road already. Yeah, she's I, like, "Be I, careful!" I was <laughs>
2: peddling away <laughs> as fast as
1: I can. <laughs> I mean, the
3: gun laws are so different over here. Like, we don't have guns in Australia; they're right. so uncommon. I but in America,
1: anyone could have one in their back. Well, pocket. especially here in Texas, we everybody carries, and that's yeah. the thing. And that's why there's really just there's not a lot of like there's fights Do- at different events and stuff like that. Yeah. But literally, everyone here like
0: Do you want to shoot a gun?
3: So. Yeah, I've like, like um, I, we, I we, was, no, we went a, to a gun range once with my family, but it was
0: ludicrously expensive. On certain parts of the week, I actually work for a gun range. Oh. oh. And right by, where uh, we all staying in League City right now? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. In League City. How
2: terrifying. We'll talk. I'm have to hit you up on yeah, Monday.
0: <laughs> we'll talk. I'm there, on, I'm there on Monday and Tuesday. What? I'll tell you what, uh, I've been to a couple of gun ranges, and they're
1: pretty cool. It's good. It's like that whole... Um, the whole aspect of just having that power in your hands yeah, firing off f- it's of qu- qu- like
0: Whoa, I, you know I totally I mean? it's adrenaline rush in, in America in Texas never shot a gun in my life until like a year ago Yeah, that. and it's because they made me I started working doing media work for this gun range cutting commercials for them for their social media stuff blah 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 it's kind of mm-hmm. what I do and the Christmas party rolls around I'm like hey do you want me to film these all these guys are going out shooting and they were like Put down your camera And pick up this oh, gun yeah, no, And I'm if like they, If they smell um, If they smell Or get the hint That you've never Fired oh, them. Them them Before like, nah. They literally
1: <gasps> Yo oh, you man. gotta get over here Try this gun right now Because uh. they want to Just see they're put, the, the yeah. you know, They're putting they these Crazy
0: machine guns In my hand Like,
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like so my, all, all, all I, like, like, I want to like, shoot Is the Tommy gun Like
0: Dick Tracy Dude they have a big barrel Tommy gun They don't have one with. I'm coming They don't have one With the big barrel But they have one Like from World War 1 Where you have to Hold it It's like that You have to hold it From the side Like the the, the, oh, yeah. Goes Golden on the side. Like, da, da, da. And so um, they were like, oh, shoot this gun. And I'm like, well, they're like, you like it. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's cool, whatever. And they're like, right. that was a $20,000 gun. <laughs> you, you have to have yeah. a clearance to own that gun. Like, I yeah. mean, like, I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, cool. Like, you
3: know, it's a of thing. But yeah. I think it'd definitely be fun. One of my favorite, like, arcade games is, like, the deer hunting games.
1: Oh yeah, like to big to game to hunter. Boom! Yeah. I have the power of death in my hands. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, have you seen a giant difference moving around the the, the states, like in, in people's personalities, yeah. the way they a treat each other? You well,
2: not really, people. Uh, a little. Not, I don't think accents don't are different though, because in Australia, everyone just sounds the same. Yeah, We sound the same. You guys, but you, guys you have I can, like. I, a have, I have to accent. be looking
0: at y'all to see which one's talking.
2: I mean, <laughs>
1: right. Well, <I> mean, <laughs> you know, and that's and that's uh, that's also the thing. Like in the states, like you'll have people that have different accents in different parts of the country, let alone yeah. the fact that you'll also have, like, in certain parts of the country, you'll think that they're from this part, but they're really not. Like, yeah. f- people in Louisiana, like New Orleans especially, like, to me, a lot of them sound like they're from the East Coast, mm. which is all like, you know, what are you guys talking about? This, that, whatever, you know? It's all like, I don't like that guy over there, you know, this, that, whatever. like <laughs> It's like from Jersey, New York, but they're like... From New Orleans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's funny when they have the same exact accent. Like, uh, a buddy of mine is from Jersey, and another buddy that wrestled in New Orleans, and he was talking, a buddy from Jersey like, yo, dude, why does that guy sound like that? He sounds freaking retarded." I'm like, he sounds, <laughs> just, he sounds just like you, you know? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, no, no you he sound. don't sound like me, you know what I mean? But, uh, but, yeah, no, the dialects, they can be crazy different down here. And I mean, like, oh. if you run into some people like, from the south because I was born and raised in Texas but people literally think like well where are you from I'm like I'm I'm from Houston Mm. they're like well you don't sound like you're from here but when you meet somebody that you know is from here it's an experience we ran into a guy at at one of the bus stops because we got a bus from Orlando to get to here oh no kidding and
3: we ran into this guy at we were at New Orleans we were oh, in, at New Orleans, but, there, but he yeah. was from New Orleans. <laughs> right. And I only got one in every third word that he said. Oh, yeah, man. I had
1: man. no idea
0: what he was it's saying. like real Cajun, yeah, kind of. Yeah,
3: it was yeah, just man. thick.
0: Yeah. And I'm just yeah. Like, Did cool. you get to stop in New Orleans at all? No,
3: we didn't no. end oh, I can't remember. Did I think the bus we stopped, stopped in the there? bus stop, but what, think, what we yeah. saw was the
2: bus, the bus terminal.
3: So we wanted to, because our way. original plan was to drive across, yes. and we were going to spend a couple of days just cruising along, stopping here and there and enjoying.
2: In New Orleans, because that's where I wanted to go.
3: America's got this ludicrous law that you need to have a proper credit card to hire a car
1: and I've never got a debit card so they're like nope, no car for you right so yeah gosh damn people from America jeez <laughs> no credit card loss I will say this though we, we've talked about the different areas and different dialects I want to know being a bear and all What's your favorite type of food here in the States? What's something that you're just all like I like how Jess went, ooh. Ooh. (laughs) "Ooh." What Um, are what are some of the things that you can't normally have in Australia that you've had here that you're like, Man, this stuff's really, really good.
2: Well I've had it back well, obviously, but your pizzas here are massive. Like the pizzas are big enormous yeah. compared oh, yeah. to outside which the is amazing. Is oh yeah, that was and, my. And favorite. most of awesome. the
0: guys you're going to be in that locker room with can take out a whole pizza, <laughs> <laughs> Pants back, not even thinking oh, about girls it. too. Oh, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't don't get it twisted. Yeah. Uh, Kylie
1: Ray, the rest of the really wrestling, she's in phenomenal shape, but I've literally seen that girl put down more food than any <laughs> she's <laughs> Always talking about food. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure. She was yeah. actually
0: our co-host. Uh, we recorded yesterday something. Oh kind really? No kidding. There you go. I'm saying she was claiming the belt too. Oh
1: what? Well, we have to wait find out. I'll meet her. Stir in the pot. Stirring the pot. what I
0: do. Stir
3: stir do. We had cheesesteaks. Cheese. That was good but as well. We were in Philly, so we had yeah, to. Absolutely. Have you had have a cheesesteak yet? Have you had a cheesesteak yet? So we're like, nope. It took us so long
1: to get one.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, So what? what is Australia known for in food? I don't even know. We eat kangaroo. I've actually eaten kangaroo. Yeah. there's a big King game place. So Rob
1: them. Barnes have told me like, because I've talked to him a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Where he told me like, you guys have like these certain like 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 meat pies. We meat pie, yeah, baby, that's like one. No, that's one of the biggest. The Pops, race, yeah, and stuff. Because I've always I've told him I'm like, man, when I go to Australia, like I want like a veggie pie.
0: Isn't Yeah, that's good. I love
1: veggie Meat pies, good man. Yeah, man, that's they look amazing. So I'm just like, yeah, The whole time I asked
0: that question, I was just going through that one song where they talk about veggie You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. There's one song. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. I thought
0: Something about, about Land I'm, Down Under. Yeah. Talk about Vegemite. Yeah. No, I love
3: that song. Um, I love that song. Eat yeah. a smile and give me a Vegemite sandwich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's
0: from
1: that song. Mm-hmm.
3: It's the only song I can think of that has Vegemite in the,
0: it. That's it. I just love that tone that you're
1: like,
2: give me a
3: Vegemite sandwich.
0: <laughs> it sounds just like the it's guy. So he it the head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, a couple more questions before you go. Um, just wrestlers growing up, who really just Good lit it for you? Who Shawn Michaels. Shawn yeah.
2: Michaels. I, I have to, to agree.
3: That
0: is almost everybody, every especially single person we interviewed. Especially, rightfully interview. so. He's a, He's a kid, That was the more I started
3: to actually wrestle myself. Yeah. I, I think I, I appreciated him more. Um, I had all his DVDs. There awesome.
2: not
3: like Especially in those days, everyone was massive. Right. Yeah. And he, was, he wasn't like his... As that's size true. A dude, but he was not humongous, and he was still right. as big as he was. Yeah, right. if someone like me, he was like, I'm never going to be able to get so, huge. So,
0: what was your favorite Shawn Michaels? Rockers,
2: Ooh.
0: Sexy Boy, DX, mm-hmm. Return I'll, of DX. Well, well.
2: I, I, that's when I started watching wrestling with the Return of DX, and they were my favorite.
0: Yeah, right. yeah,
3: that was good. I liked when he was first doing the HBK stuff, and he yeah. had Scott Hall. Right. That was a, that was good. Like I didn't see a lot of it then, but I've looked back and some right. of
1: that. So so you like so you would say Shawn Michaels as well, Mick? Like or do you? Oh, he was he's else, definitely yeah. one of them. Matt Hardy
3: was actually my one favorite. Really, no kidding. Matt, Hardy. yeah, wow. Matt Hardy. A lot of
1: people usually go for Jeff. Yeah, but then, everyone yeah. says yeah. But, but everyone's Matt, always like, Look but Jeff. Matt Hardy's just. I, I think he's one of the most underrated yeah, wrestlers yeah, I right. ever. I let him, alone, the, I think <laughs> the broken the broken Matt Hardy is probably genius. One I of the best gimmick characters that I've seen literally in the past. Decade think wrestling.
0: TNA,
1: like, oh for yeah. sure, like, absolutely, thousand percent, absolutely, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Matt Hardy yeah. aspect, man. For but sure, but that's man. that's
3: my that goes back to my neighbor because he was on the Jeff Hardy bandwagon when, right. when he first right. started getting me into it. So when we would wrestle and God have mercy on his little brother who was like five years old who was our <laughs> wrestling dummy oh we were the Hardy boys because he always wanted to be Jeff so you can be right. Matt Hardy so whenever we'd watch it I'd be like Matt Hardy and it just developed from there and I just kept watching and watching and just appreciated everything that he did
1: you know I'll, I'll tell you a quick little funny story as far as like growing up wrestling or doing. you mentioned earlier you did backyard wrestling so did I <laughs> I did backyard wrestling here's the funny thing so my buddy that I did backyard wrestling with and we had like a bunch of friends that would do it uh, he would take his mom's mattress, and she had this massive mattress in the bedroom. So she'd go off at work. It was like during the summertime. All right, we just take the mattress, put it out in the driveway, and then we just start having wrestling matches. Well, apparently, like it rained earlier in the day, so like somebody stepped in the flower bed and got some of the mulch and stuff (laughs) kind of on the mattress, and my buddy was freaking out, not knowing what to do. So he cleaned it up. It looked a little dark in the corner, but he's like, she's going to think that there's something. They think that there's something, and all of a sudden, you can literally see the cartoon light bulb that (laughs) popped up on the top of his head going, I got it. He goes, go stand over there in the corner. I don't want you to see this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, go stand over there, but around the house. Okay. He peed on the side of the mattress and then went to tell his mom, sorry, Mom, I had to take your mattress out and put all the sheets and stuff away because one of the dogs peed on your mattress. <laughs> so Genius. he literally peed on his own mom's mattress and then put the heat on the dog so she wouldn't know that we were doing backyard wrestling with her mattress. Oh did,
0: did y'all ever yeah. get to the point in backyard yes. wrestling where you actually had shows in the backyard? Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I had friends that would come over and be we, like, this is dumb. We, know, have, like,
1: <laughs> we have special effects edited DVDs. Oh, Bravo! <laughs> <Okay. laughs> oh, 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 oh. that's, that's, that's way more creative.
3: Oh, we've got a couple old stuff on you. There's more music videos that we, uh, yeah, we put right. on We didn't put any of the shows. Yeah. We didn't really have much of a crowd. It would be you the were gu- the park. It was the guys who weren't wrestling, and then a ca- occasionally a couple of friends. But it got to the point, yeah, where there was three of us that sort of started it, and were the main three that would use our house. And it got to the point where one by one, all of our parents said, "No more, no more, no <laughs> more." Right. Right. So we didn't right. have a backyard anymore. So we'd right. go down to the local playground. The park, and we'd wrestle there either on the grass or on the bark right. in the playground, right. which made for an interesting backdrop. But the bark was also a lot softer and nicer to land on. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Made man. those bumps a little bit better. <laughs> but then there'd be kids who'd come to play in the park, they'd be like, What are these creepy men doing? <laughs> Man, yeah, we uh,
1: w- when I did backyard <laughs> wrestling real quick, there was like I grew up in a neighborhood. It's it, you know here in Houston, it's called Bel Air. You know Bel yes, Air. Yes, yes. It's a very prominent, very nice, upscale neighborhood, suburban city like, where like TV a lot show. of, lot of yeah, but a lot yeah. of wealthy people not, not live like there. The the oh. Not like the Fresh Prince. Not like the Fresh Prince, but no. close. A lot of wealthy people live there. I wasn't wealthy by any means. It, I literally. It's like-
0: Texas Bel Air (laughs) I I
1: lived in like probably the crappiest house in Bel Air and it's for some reason it's still there it's like run down everything but anyways what we would do for Backyard Wrestling is that all these houses and there was always this new development in Bel Air because every house in Bel Air is like a two three story style home they're massive homes in these little itty bitty yards so we would go to these new home construction sites and we'd steal like all the plywood and all these <laughs> sheets of plywood because those were our tables. Yep. <laughs> so we set them up between two chairs. I'm gonna power bomb you through this table, bro. Bah you know what I mean? Stuff like that. God. So
0: yeah, we were we were nuts. Yeah, <laughs> we were absolutely nuts, man. Oh
2: my god. Good times.
0: Yeah. Miss Jess, what do you love about wrestling?
2: Oh. I I love I love training. Like I, I like going to training, seeing all my friends there, and learning something new every time I go. Yeah, that's what I love about wrestling.
0: Of all the things in the world you can do, why do you keep doing this?
2: Because I love it. Because it's my passion in life, and because I, I don't, I can't imagine stopping.
0: <laughs> Mick, <sighs> what do you love about wrestling?
3: I love everything that it, it is that it like. That that's a terrible sentence.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it got him so he was
3: so choked up. Oh, <laughs> oh, his passion for yeah, I, oh, I love good. how it brings together like it's it's so many things in one. You know, mm-hmm. it's sport, it's art, it's gymnastics, it's aerobics, it's acting, it's storytelling, it's theater. Like it's just it's such an array of so many things. That um, just means it, it's always interesting. It, it's, it can be different. It can be surprising, and I've, I've always been passionate about storytelling. Everything I've ever loved and really been into has been all based around storytelling. Like Agreed. Movies, Agreed. writing, reading, acting, wrestling, video games. Right. All that stuff that's really got me as I've grown up has been to do with storytelling. Um, and the way that wrestling is just its own unique way to s- tell stories, it just
0: gets me. Yeah. Very well <laughs> said. It's very well said. So if Can if I you change
2: can, mine to his? Yes. <laughs> Actually. Yes. If anybody asked, okay. That was a good
0: answer, Jess. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because we can't tell the difference in their accents anyways. Um I uh So what, what would you say, man? Say say and I know this isn't gonna happen, if you guys stop wrestling tomorrow, what would you say you, you received beyond the just the training, just, just something for life, the stories you're gonna tell mm-hmm. your kids about this trip? Like this is what I learned
3: from this particular trip from this particular trip yeah um a lot of new friends a lot of new people that I can call friends and family from the wrestling world which has been unreal I'm I'm a very social person so getting the opportunity to meet new people is always fantastic if you're Mm -hmm. looking at it from outside of a wrestling perspective but just the opportunity to perform and and do my craft in a completely other world you know like we, we're we comfortable at home and just the chance to get outside of our comfort zone and do what we love in this new world that's accepted and welcomed us with open arms yeah it's been it's been pretty good so just the experience of that
0: Jess do you have an answer or are uh, you just gonna
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well same with him with all the friends I've met a lot of new great people over here but also in coming here I got to complete one of my main goals in wrestling I got to wrestle on Shimmer mm. so that was uh, and that's awesome too, especially it. for
1: a female in the yeah, wrestling. Right. It's like Shimmer's definitely a hotbed, and, and you know, and I'm I'm all for women's wrestling too because I really believe that there is, it, it, it's so much bigger than what it than what it was, mm. and it, right. it has so much more legs to get bigger. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And it helps pro wrestling. We had too. A,
0: a conversation again with Miss Kylie Ray, and and it it started. I mean, she's like, why why do people say, oh, you're a wrestler, oh, you're a female wrestler? Like, why does the, <laughs> yeah, why does right. the, Right. Yeah, why, why does that have to be the difference? But I mean,
1: you know, because because there's been for so long, there has right. been that different thing from yeah. what women's wrestling has been in the mainstream. What it was, now it's like women are great athletes. Right. Obviously, I mean, and it, it you know it's not just wrestling, but from all different types of sports and stuff like that. And now it's just something that I myself have kind of always known, but now other people are really starting to know that. Like, wow, these girls. can they can wrestle. They can do good stuff. They're great mm-hmm. athletes, you know? Right. So for you, just to be in Shimmer, like, yeah. that's, that's awesome. That Beautiful. was, like,
2: starting wrestling, that was one of my main goals, and I got to do that this trip, so that was very exciting. That's very and cool. And nerve-wracking, but did, yeah. Did you get to
0: <laughs> go awesome. on a show for Shimmer? Yes. Yeah, Beautiful. I was on two
2: shows for Shimmer.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Which is good,
2: because I got to compete with my tag partner, so that's exciting. It was but It was one of our main goals, okay. both of us,
0: yeah. So me go. and my
2: best friend debuting for Shimmer.
0: Goal achieved. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Woo-hoo. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. That amazing. As as we're shutting down, do you just go by Mick or do you have like a, a moniker? Or?
3: Um, I wrestle as Mick Moretti, uh, but mm-hmm. I am the Rapscallion, the Master of Mischief, the Grinning Dragon. I like Scallion. It's, yeah. it's just a good awesome. word. It's a good word. It's a good unused word. Yeah. That's fantastic. And it's, it's very much my personality on steroids. Like I'm I'm a very hyperactive
2: eccentric kind of person. Yeah,
0: you need a calm deal. <laughs> <go>. I'm <laughs> good. I like to she check her She says, calm down. <laughs> and so you, Jess, what, what is your...
2: Uh, I don't have a fancy name in front of my name, <laughs> unless we can think of one right now. But you're uh,
0: like the Rapscallion. You just take all his stuff? <laughs> no,
2: mine's just Jessica Troy.
0: Okay. Right. There you don't go. say just. That's good. Just. That's, uh, you wrestled for Shimmer. Yes, are you're, 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 you're completing dreams. <laughs> How long you been wrestling?
2: Uh, a bit over three years.
0: Three years? People have wrestled for decades and not... Completed their check. Like you have yeah. stuff they haven't checked off, so be excited. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So again, ruthless Ryan Davidson, you're amazing. Thank you for co hosting. Uh, you're just plum welcome. This, there, so. this will not be the only call. <laughs> will not be the only call as these guys are preparing. And I know when you're hearing this, it's already happened. So let's see Father' predictions come true. Summer of Champions Four punching Stevie Ray in the mouth. I, I the guarantee mouth. that's going to happen. <laughs> hopefully, Guaranteed. don't punch me in the mouth. He's and the hopefully, the well, Australians will be right, hanging yeah. out. Longer so, um, they're they're down in America and hopefully they'll be back ASAP and if. hopefully we'll Looks see them. So. I'm just claiming it. We'll just see them on on the the row. Not or, the yeah. R-O-W. Say it right, man. The, well, up not me. You know, what I mean, I don't <laughs> want, yeah. want Booker coming through the wall and
1: sacking <laughs> in your face. What'd you say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what it, I mean? It,
0: like, oddly just, enough, that, talking about checklists, yeah, <laughs> getting kicked in the face by Booker T. <laughs> <King. Hey, man. laughs> Books the man, man. You got to follow the rules. Just random. I'm gonna start having nightmares. I'm just gonna hear. Can you dig it? My wife's gonna be like, "What happened, right. Booker? Booker?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Chevy Chopper, the essence of podcast execution. Thank you guys so much. This is the long, the you. most traveled international show we've done. We've got a couple guys from Mexico, but it's right there. So that's it's not right. a you She's know, by test. a couple yeah. guys. I mean, it's just Gino. Throwaway. We have yeah. Gino. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Isn't so. having
3: Mexicans just a common American problem, anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was <laughs> on, awesome. that note, on that note, we are out. This is Chopped to the Chest Radio, baby. <laughs> woo <Woo-hoo! laughs> Yes, they all got it on the woos. That's We're right. out.
1: Awesome.